0: ladies and gentlemen this is the church guys podcast i'm brett i'm the firefighter
1: i'm quentin i'm the student I'm Craig, I'm the pastor. I'm DJ, and I'm the IT guy.
0: And we are the Church Guys!
1: Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining our Christmas special episode. We're going to be talking about an array of things today. A little bit of college football, some drama that went around the Heisman finalists and the ending on that, some players that are declaring for the NFL draft, and some that are actually staying home. Also talking about some NFL drama going on, some picks that we think is going to happen, and then some playoff previews as well and then lastly and most importantly we're going to be talking about the reason for the season jesus christ and his purpose and how he came to save us all
0: If you're listening in, you're going to notice that there's one voice that's not with us. Brett is off this episode. Figured it was going to be for Baby Watch, but he's had some other things come up. He's fine. We miss you, buddy. Wish you were here with us. <laughs>
1: we missed your loud voice.
0: It's going to be awkward, awkwardly quiet in here because he he takes over the room, but he's a good guy. We miss him. Pray for a speedy recovery. We're gonna get into some college football that has happened Friday, Saturday, and Monday. Which, well, actually, that'll be happening. When well, has that game already happened? What is today? <laughs> I, I, Today's Tuesday, so yeah, it happened.
1: Marshall won. It looks like
0: these are AKA the nobody really cares bowl games. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the, the Poulon Weed Eater Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? I mean, I figured you might care about the UNT Boise State game.
2: No, they lost. Man, they were the w-
1: they were winning the whole game and got beat. The most important game on here looks like UTSA and Troy.
0: Yeah, I actually watched that game. That was a good game. That was a good game. That was a, good that was a very good game. Jeff Trailer. They had a chance to do it and didn't do it. Florida and Oregon State.
1: That was a blowout. Yeah, yeah
2: that yeah.
0: wasn't even anything. Like you
2: said, no name bowls. But also, yeah. I
1: heard a lot of people in Florida opted out because they were going to the draft or transfer. They
0: did have tons sitting out of that game.
1: I
2: think they quit on Napier already.
0: Yeah, they have. Honestly.
2: I don't think he's gonna be a bad coach. No, he's not. But you got to wade through all their trash, just like Texas did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he. You, I mean, you could tell they just they were they were just there. That none of their players really cared the outcome of what what happened, and I mean, if you got as many people out as they did, yeah, and you get it in your head that well, you know we don't have these players, so we're not gonna be any good, then you're not gonna go out and and perform it hundred percent so
2: and I think this what we're talking about today, these no no name who cares bowls are the result of playoff system that we've sort of got, yep, instead of a real playoff system, and it's made everything irrelevant man we I say speaking
0: top of top. speaking of playoff systems, I have been keeping up with the uh, the f c s
2: yeah d two Solid, isn't it?
0: Man, that playoff system great, is amazing. Great. I'm like D two has got it going on. Why can't D one <laughs> Exactly? Why can't D one do that? Yeah. <laughs> because all
2: these no name bowls.
0: <laughs> it's ridiculous. Money. It's Somehow, absolutely I ridiculous. I
2: feel like they'd make more money in that no, kind they of would. setting. They would have this setting. But who makes the money? It's not the no name people. Yeah. It's only the higher ups that make the money anyway. anyway. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. That's what they don't want to
0: do. I watched a couple games, like I didn't know who the teams were. The game was kind of a snooze fest, but <laughs> But still, I mean, it's if good you background, they're yeah. playing for heart, man. Eh? Oh, they they're are. They absolutely are. Yeah. No scholarship. Like there was, I think one team. I don't like. I said I don't remember who it was. It was just me flipping through TV, and I was like, you know, Hudson was sitting beside me. Oh, look, football. So we watched the football game. There you go. And South
2: uh, Dakota State was it that one? I was watching part of that one. A little maybe bit that's too.
0: what it was because they would mentioned like ten or fifteen players were like vying for scholarships for next wow. year. Yeah. I was like, why don't they have scholarships already? But apparently these kids just happen to walk on, earned a starting spot, and now they have to prove that they deserve a scholarship because if they don't get a scholarship, they're done after this year.
2: Mm. Very cool.
0: So there's that with the no-name bowls. The the bigger ones kick off this week. This week. Christmas. This week.
2: Christmas week, man.
0: Liberty plays tonight against Toledo in the, the Boca. Go Flames. Boca Raton. Roofclaim.com bowl. Like
2: I said, Pulan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that's what it's called. I just know it's in Boca Raton. So.
2: Cheese at Bowls, you know, whatever.
0: So their their social media has been blowing up. It's been fun to see that. So I wish I could have gone down there. Is Coach he's
2: already gone as see he coaching a bowl game? I think he's gone already. In yeah, Auburn. I think he's gone already. He's hey, already in Auburn. The, the interim coach.
0: Yeah, the Auburn. offensive coordinator has bumped up to he's, interim until. Man, it's always kind of cheesy. Until, uh Jamie uh, Chadwell, Chadwell yeah. takes over next year. Which is
1: going to be awesome, I think. Excited about that. it
2: will find a good transition.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was telling Quentin earlier. Because Chadwell's leaving Coastal Carolina, their starting quarterback has entered the transfer portal. So never know. You never know. I'm like, please come to Liberty because after Bennett, we got nobody. So yeah. <laughs> so we'll roll right on into the Heisman. This has been a uh, an interesting topic this year. When they announced the winner, I was a little bit surprised. I didn't actually have Caleb Williams from USC taking it. I was leaning. I did. I was leaning more
2: towards Stroud. Reporters, yeah. How many voters are there, Quinn? There's like a thousand. Too many. Two thousand.
0: Way too yeah, many. A
2: hundred a thousand. It's all these little people voters. that don't watch stinking football. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, if and yes, Caleb Williams, you take him off USC and they're average. How many runs did he have for him, just like they did hit at OU? Yeah. But you take Duggan off TCU and they're average too. Yeah, because how many can times? See the Same thing about TCU that you did for Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. Only difference is he plays in LA and Duggan plays in Fort Worth.
0: How many times did Max Duggan put the horn frogs on his back and carry him to a win? If
2: anybody watched the Baylor game. For sure. Or if anybody watched the Big Twelve Championship game, he didn't quite make it to the Big Twelve Championship because a bad call by the coach. It wasn't his yeah. fault. Yeah. yeah, that was all coach right there. He kept him in the game. Yeah, he did. Every game. And I'm not a TCU fan. I wanted Duggan to win I but like I Duggan. knew
1: Williams was going to win. Yeah. You just had that feeling
0: pulled an article that i want to run by you guys i'm not going to read through it all it's just a little bit here and there but i got curious what were they looking at when they elected caleb williams to win because this from recent memory this is probably the most controversial heisman trophy award that i can remember because everybody's talking about it apparently you know the reporters wanted caleb williams to win or whoever voted so so basically this article talks about despite avoiding multiple bad performances something that can't be said enough It's basically the competition between C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams was the chances of winning the Heisman. Basically, a breakdown of Caleb Williams' performances for September, October, and November. Basically, his totals. For the month of September, he had a QBR of 162.5. He had nine touchdowns, no interceptions, a 66% completion. At that point, he had 1,054 yards, 100 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, October his QBR went up to 168. He had 1,300 yards passing, 149 yards rushing, one rushing touchdown in November. His QBR went up to 174. He, then he was at a little bit over 1,400 yards, which I don't know how that translates. They had him at almost 1,400 in October and then a little over 1,400 in November. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he had more than that.
1: Well, they're talking probably for that month. The whole yeah. month.
0: They said his worst performance of the season was, against, was the win against Oregon State uh, back on September the 24th. I saw that game. He had 198 passing yards, which was his lowest, and then they went on to talk about C.J. Stroud stats for basically just the month of November. I'm like, so you're going to compare three months to one month? Uh, November, C.J. Stroud was at 135 at a QBR, eight touchdowns, two interceptions, and a completion rate of 58%. They also compared Max Duggan, who finished the regular season With a QBR of eighty percent, and he had sixteen hundred yards at the end of the season. So whole
1: season though, sixteen hundred. Yeah,
0: that's what they're saying.
1: It's not that much.
0: So they go off to close this article, and I'm gonna read this last article because this is the part. The last part of this article is what kind of like I was like whatever. So basically, they're saying finally the Heisman voters think about the narrative when picking the their winner. Before Williams arrived at USC, the Trojans were three and six in 2021. They hadn't experienced an eight win season since 2019. The sleeping giant had finally awoken with U.S. with Williams ending USC's woes since Pete Carroll left. That is why he won the Heisman Trophy.
2: I think they said it in their statement, but they missed the picture. Pete Carroll left, and Lincoln Riley came in. Yeah. yeah. In between, it was a bunch of garbage. And so it's it's is it, is it quarterback? Is it coach? Both. 50-50. But we know what Caleb Williams did with OU when, when Riley was there. And so, I mean, come on. I mean, they didn't retool that much. They're yeah. here from last year. And so you're playing in the Pac-12, which has Oregon State, which ran them close, and then Oregon State put the whoop on Florida. We saw that a while ago. And so, yeah, you know, CJ Stroud, average this year. He wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was. was good. He was worse than last year. Yeah, he was
0: exactly. way worse this year than exactly. it was last year.
2: Stetson Bennett, all right. Hendon Hooker, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he'd have been there. Hooker probably would have won. Well,
0: that yeah. Earlier on in this article, that's I didn't like I said I didn't want to read it all because it's a severely long article. It talked about had Hooker not gotten hurt, he would have given Caleb Williams a run for his money.
2: And Blake Corm should have been there. Bijan should have I been there. It, Drake May should yeah. have been there. I think if Bijan, if we have a
1: you know ten win season, I think Bijan wins it. In my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think really do.
1: Or what get Blake, second.
2: What about Blake I'm not I'm not. I'm not. I'm you a Bijan fan. Don't get me wrong. Blake Gorm was just as good as Bijan as far as stats go, but they I play think, in the Big Ten. I think competition though plays uh, a factor in that. It should, but these people apparently don't watch football. They just look at stats. Yeah, and that's and
0: that's pretty much all. According to the, that's what I was pulling out of this article is all it is. And I don't even remember where I pulled this article from, but it's basically stat driven. They don't watch football. Yeah, it's like, oh, his numbers are higher than this number, so we're all going to vote for this guy. The reason I didn't want Caleb Williams to win is because I don't like his antics. I don't like yeah. him as a player. He's got a bad attitude or his fingernails or his fingernails. <laughs> He's got a bad attitude and to me he just he he personifies what you shouldn't be as a college football player. Sure. And he hasn't and in my eyes he hasn't actually earned the right to act that way. Yeah. Because you got trounced in your conference championship game. So Yeah, routed for sure. Yeah. And I haven't so heard is it, number? do we know if he's going to the draft or is he coming back he's next year? He's got
1: another year. He has
2: to stay. He he's has, has to st-
0: Oh yeah, that's right. He is. I forgot about that. So
2: But I mean, in like opinion, you said, yeah, Utah and Utah Utah put the hurt on twice.
0: And I'm like, how did that not factor in?
2: Oh, that's all right. But,
0: but you had Max Duggan right there behind him. I I held on for hope for Max Duggan because that kid, he's just a workhorse.
2: I think we're discussing exactly why so many people don't care about the Heisman anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not what it used to be.
0: Yeah, and I, thought, I saw something on Twitter the other day, and I should have pulled it down, but I didn't. But it had like, uh, it was talking about the Heisman, and who who was the like the greatest Heisman Trophy winner of all time, and it had, you know, I forget who was on there now. I can see the picture in my head, but... <laughs> I don't remember who no, I think. I just,
2: the, the list is long, dude. It's crazy. Wasn't Manning
0: a wasn't Manning a Heisman? No, he, he But he was a finalist. He just didn't get it picked.
2: Yeah, nobody, no Manning. Tim Tebow.
0: Them. Yeah, Tim Tebow was on there.
2: <laughs> he Earl Campbell. Him,
0: though. Earl Campbell was on there. I remember him being on there. uh and There was Barry Herschel Sanders. Walker, Barry Sanders. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was like these. It was like these. All these old players, and I'm like, why are you comparing the old players to new players? It's two different eras. Two because different styles of game. Yeah, and that's that's when the Heisman Trophy actually it mattered. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't just a piece of hardware you took home. No,
1: I think it yeah. was after Sam Bradford won the Heisman. I think that's when it really just went downhill. In yeah, opinion.
0: I can agree with that. But yeah, and and then when he got it, I
2: Texas guy, but Colt should have won that one too. Yeah, he should have. And Vince Young, yeah, two ripoffs.
0: But yeah, like and this then a,
2: isn't this a fun podcast. Brett's not here to.
0: I know. The zaggy
2: garbage. <laughs> we
0: can we can talk Longhorns all day and not get yelled at. <laughs> are called John, Johnny, names.
1: <laughs> Johnny
2: Football was a good Heisman winner I Johnny would say. Football was a legit Heisman, Ain't no question. Yeah, he was good.
0: And
1: then after that the power went to his head and, you know, Johnny was Johnny.
0: Football goes that way sometimes, so. Crazy. But yeah, so there it is. Yay, Caleb Williams. You won the Heisman. Relations. No one cares. Too
1: bad you're not in the playoff though. So. Yeah. And it was funny cuz like what he said in the speech though. It was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, he got up there on the speech and it was like he told basically he didn't win the trophy because of himself. He won it because of your lineman or because of his linemen. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right there. They kept you upright most of the time. Yeah.
1: It wasn't that bad of a speech, I'll say.
0: No. He gave no. A good speech. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't as selfish as I thought it would be. So we'll move on from that since that's over with and done. We've got a few, at least for us Texas fans, <laughs> hurt hearts of I'm crying. B. John Robson declared for the draft. They're looking at him at number five.
2: No hurt heart. All class. Yeah. rejecting
1: him to go to Philadelphia Eagles. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go, Cowboys fans. Get ready awesome. for it.
2: As much as I, I don't want, like the Eagles, yeah. perfect fit with Jalen. Oh, my Myers. gosh. In two, that system. Two, two class guys.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do in the NFL because I feel like he's going to be the same kind of running back that Marshawn Lynch. Who's the guy that used to play for the Cowboys? I can't think of Marion who. Marion Barber? Yes. yes. Like He's, he's going to be his. that. I
1: don't know if he has that power, though.
0: I think he's going to develop it, though, because a lot of running backs that come out that don't have that power yeah. develop it. Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers, prime example. He played for UTEP, was the same kind of runner that Bijan was, mm-hmm. and has just exploded onto the scene as this, you're going to catch him and try to sure. tackle him, and then by the fourth quarter you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Bijan's going to do that. I feel like, I hope, I'm hoping that he blows up,
2: outruns everybody. Yeah, big thing on the message boards the last couple of days has been, oh, they're just they left the team whatever else him and Demarvin shown. Roshan Johnson aren't no. playing the Alamo Bowl. I'm going, dude, you wait, this ain't the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, this is not a P- This is not a New Year's Six Bowl. Let them go, man. They've done all they could do. Plus, it lays the foundation for next year for yep. the guys stepping up. Yep. They're ready to go. Lay the foundation of coach's talent it right; it'll be a good stepping stone for next year. So these guys have done their job. I'm I'm proud for them. Max Duggan's going. Uh, of course, it's been his sixth year. it had been his COVID year, and so yeah. I, I But he's still playing
1: in go. the bowl, obviously. And they're oh yeah, playoff. playoffs, yeah,
2: they're still saying that he's going to be one of the
0: first quarterbacks taken.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't man. I I tell you, I don't.
0: I, I don't know about as that. As much but. as I don't
2: like to compare people, as far as what they do, he reminds me so much of uh, Dalton. Yeah. And not necessarily looks at everything, yeah. but I mean, he's the same kind of player. And Dalton's been a great journeyman player. He's good at Cincinnati and for a so, while. You know, yeah. I hope he does better than well, that.
0: I've, I've heard that comparison to Andy Dalton, and then I've heard somebody the other day compare him. I think I mentioned it last week on our show, or last podcast, that some I've heard people compare him to Josh Allen. Not in the type of way that he plays, but just his size and that swagger that he has. How
1: big is he? Is he six he's four? That big?
0: I don't think he's not six four, but he's I'm probably six two. Yeah, he's six two, but he's. Josh Allen. He reminds Allen, me he's a lot thick.
1: Of, of Colt McCoy, honestly. Yeah, I gritty. saw Josh Allen
2: in that snow game last <sighs> the other day, and he just ran over people. He's unreal. Dude,
0: that snow game look like so much fun. I would have loved to play in a <laughs> game like Throw that. Throwing the snowballs. At the Speaking of, did bat. you see that uh, Jackson State? They were playing in a game. I guess it was their last game, where it snowed. And all the players got in trouble on the sideline because they were laying in the snow making snow oh angels. That's
2: funny. <laughs> they had never
0: seen snow in Texas. Yeah. I don't know where they were playing, but I mean, it was that's almost funny. it was almost Buffalo esque snow. Wow. Yeah, it was deep, so it was funny. I know. And then those guys at the Buffalo game got, got in trouble because they were snowing throwing snowballs onto the field. <laughs> yeah, oh, the
2: other people in the, the stands.
0: Yeah. They
1: yeah. said we're gonna we're gonna charge Buffalo a penalty if you continue to do this. But people
2: hey, are dumb hitting refs. I can't. I can't. You know, that's not right. No, that's not. It's almost Philadelphia-like.
0: Yeah, throwing batteries. <laughs>
2: and
1: then we got Bo Nix returning for another year. Good choice. Yeah. That's smart. He, he, he finally had a good year last year. He's not an NFL-type quarterback. He had a
0: good year last year. He had an okay there year this year. And I guess maybe he's thinking if he has a better year next year that that run for the NFL draft will up his stock
2: a little well, bit.
1: this year no probably doubt. has been his best year so far. It had,
2: this year was the best year because last year at Auburn was kind of iffy. And I think so, it'll help. I think it'll help because again, uh, one more system, one more year in the system up there, and also it will. Uh, who's who's? They'll, they'll who's, get some recruits in yeah, because this is seniors. the
1: coach's first year. So next year will be a second year. They'll get yeah. some recruits going too. They did lose that uh, commit from the quarterback, Moore, the five star that was going to go to Oregon. Yeah. And after he said he's returning, he decommitted and committed to UCLA.
0: Didn't Ohio 24. State lose a big quarterback commit too?
1: Uh, 24. Raiola. Dorn, yeah. Dornada yeah. Rayola. From, I think, Utah or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he backed out of Ohio State. I like Bo Nix. I know most people don't,
2: but mm-hmm. I think he was... He's scrappy. He is scrappy, and that's what I like about him.
1: He's it. like a Duggan-esque. Yeah. He's Duggan-esque.
2: He was a legacy, though, playing under too much pressure at Auburn. Yeah. I'm glad he went somewhere else for yeah, his, his sake. He his dad.
0: He, he looked, like, looked like this year he was actually having fun playing football. Yeah, exactly. And so, having high hopes so for so him. and his uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what uniforms they're going to come up with
2: <laughs> next so it'd year. Like, It'll be like one of the Texas a, lo- a legacies coming back as a high prospect and a yeah.
1: McCoy son. It's crazy you know, if he has a son. Yeah, yeah. Had, I don't
2: know.
0: And then, uh, like you said, Overshawn's hitting the draft too. So yeah, that'd
2: be good, good for them.
0: So let me ask you this: We're going to play the what if game. If Texas had a ten win season, went into the playoffs, do you think the players that declared for the draft right now would still declare, or would they still would they play in the play playoffs? They'd, They'd play. play. They'd play. Yeah, think so. Oh, yeah. Everyone will would yeah. playing. Yeah, because because you're in the
2: if they're in New Year's if they're in the Sugar Bowl New Year's Six Sugar Bowl they're playing. This is the Alamo Bowl. I play? I don't <laughs> yeah. don't play. Yeah, don't it's play the, the Poul and bowl. bowl of Texas. <laughs> uh,
0: that's the best and bowl game name ever.
2: But they've been there forever. You know they they played the Alamo Bowl two of the last three years. So yeah, I like, hey, but who four to the last five. I think we were hoping to go to somewhere Cheez It Bowl just to have something different.
1: But the good thing is you do have home field advantage. Oh yeah, And we need that away. against Washington because Washington they're, is a good they're team. Legit. They're ten and two. Their quarterback actually got eighth in the Heisman race. Aren't they they're the right first one? They're Dijon. the first one out of New York, New
2: Year's Six Bowl, right? They're the mm-hmm. first one to drop out. So yeah.
0: Yeah. They're That'll legit. Be, That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it's it's
2: not New York Six Bowl. And, I, it and is.
0: the thing about it is is you have both teams have pretty stout offenses, pretty stout defenses. I'm gonna go on record saying it's probably gonna be almost like a TCU game. And how? Yeah, it will. And how honestly, it's just going to be down in the trenches? They're fighting for think, every yard.
1: I think, like a lot of people are predicting, I think Quinn's going to step out this game and really show his growth. Of, of if month he can of, get
0: away from that defensive line, yeah, because yeah. that those outside rushers for Washington, yeah, they are quick. I'm Cal- talking. Uh, the good that? thing
1: is though, our uh, our line is has been developing. Calvin, and, and they're these. all sophomores and freshmen, so. It'll be fine. We haven't had any alignment opt out, thank goodness. Or <laughs> that'd be worrisome. Yeah,
0: your big players, you know, Robinson, yeah, Roshan. Roshon. Are those are those the, are they the only three that, that are opting out? It's all three. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's what three out of sixty some odd players. Yeah.
1: The bad thing is you're losing seventy well, percent of your I, offense. in Robinson is
2: Deshaun yeah. Jameson opting out too? I haven't
0: heard I'm on him. Sure,
2: he I'm might, be, he might be opting that, out, either. but I'm not either. Yeah. We got backfield. Yeah. But here's the question I got for you before we get off the college: Which game is better? Texas and Washington or Alabama, Kansas State.
0: Oh, Texas, Washington for sure. Because like I like I said last time, after the season he had, Saban's not going to lose a bowl game. I would want to be Kansas State. Yeah. No, saying, well, Bryce no, Bryce
1: Young is going to play.
2: Yeah, and will Anderson. So
1: Alabama is going to run them. Oh yeah, twenty one plus,
0: I think. Oh yeah, it's 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 going to be.
1: But Kansas State. I don't know, man. They, they hang <laughs> in there. It's Kansas State.
0: I, I think know, it's going to be a bloodbath.
1: They bath. play good in the weirdest games. Well,
0: this is tight.
2: Alabama at New Orleans. That's almost a home field advantage too. After
0: a not so great Nick Saban season. Yeah.
2: Yeah, know. because Will Howard. I don't
1: know about him. He he's he's Texas decent. Season. He's not great. So. so
0: who who are we replacing uh, Bijan with?
1: Jonathan Brooks.
0: He'll be solid.
1: He's a good running back. He's out of. He's out of. uh Halletsville.
2: Halletsville, right here in East Texas. He oh, yeah, right. He's yeah, that's the record. He had really 83
1: good. touchdowns his senior year.
2: Golly, that's a lot of touchdowns in high school.
1: And He's played several
2: games this year in, 4, in and done cleanup duty and done really well.
1: He has the most yards per game out of all the running backs. Who's he behind of, him? <laughs> the least carried.
0: Jaden Blue. Have it's, we seen him this
2: year? Yeah, and he'd be good too. He's a little I remember seeing back. him. He's good. He's, he was like the third in the state last year. He's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm on.
1: He's a little smaller, but he he'd be good. Yeah. And then we got Cedric Baxter coming. He's gonna be the monster.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that guy coming in. Cause you got him and Arch Manning coming in and Anthony Hill, Anthony Hill, John Tay Cook. That team next year is gonna be.
1: Future st- is looking bright. We're gonna to go to the Texas OU game again next year. I don't. I'm go ahead and save it up now.
2: <laughs> we better save it. It's gonna be like twice the cost
1: next year. <laughs>
0: but, let's take a show trip. We'll drag Brad along. We'll put I him in an A and M shirt.
1: I'm just going out on a limb, and I'm I'm saying Quinn is gonna that year one to year two progression is Heisman gonna be, race. It's Heisman gonna be race. pretty significant in my opinion, and yeah. he's gonna get better. And again, we only played what nine, eight, nine games this year. He, he yeah. missed three, four games, so.
0: Well, That's like you know that you hear that you know he's he's an inexperienced quarterback he's an in, yeah he he is inexperienced. he is a very inexperienced, inexperienced quarterback I can't say that word <laughs> I'm in trouble with that one but I mean because he he played what maybe one game at Ohio State if any he, he handed, it, it, off for once, handed it off twice he handed once it off now. twice yeah and, and he, then and he, then came to Texas
2: and became the guy but he, s- he skipped his senior year yeah to go to Ohio
1: State yeah, yeah. but you got to think his junior year. Uh, he played like three games.
2: Hernia surgery. He played like the first yeah. two,
1: missed out, and came back the last two games of playoffs. Played the state semi and then played the state final. So he played like four games as junior. So he hasn't really played since his sophomore yeah. year. It's crazy. So it was like two years he he missed a playing football.
0: Yeah, and that's like I, told, I was talking to a buddy of mine over the weekend um, and he was like, man, I, I don't know if I want Quinn Ewers back. I want Arch Manning. I was like, well, hold that's on. You got to think about it. I was like, he handed the ball off twice. Yeah. Ohio State comes to Texas, and they say, hey, you're going to be the guy.
1: And it's a hard system. That's
0: a lot of pressure for somebody his age.
1: And he has to learn Sark's very complicated NFL-style yes, system.
2: Yes, absolutely. You so, can't leave to your junior. Yeah, Arch came here knowing he's going to sit his redshirt freshman year, to learn the system. play two years, and then he can go. Yeah. And to learn a system to sit, to see, to come in for three games and mop-up duty because you can play four games Without wearing a red shirt, he'll yep. do that. So uh,
0: Texas is going to be stacked for at least the I'm next three or four years. It's coming, and baby. we're starting
1: it's coming. to run the state now. A lot of in-state recruits. I saw a statistic on the uh, state championship MVPs this past week, of, yeah. like the 5A, 6A, and we got three of the, the, the high-profile state guys. Oh, nice. Out of the most, out of all. So A&M ran it last year by money, and we're running it. This this next year we're gonna be running it for a while now.
0: I think I feel so. like Sark has a lot to do with that, though.
1: He's a great guy.
0: I he's mean, very
2: he, open about his past and overcoming his past, and that's just awesome. With people, he's not arrogant. No, he's not. Thank goodness. So like the last coach was. He, ain't going there. <laughs> he doesn't have to outsmart and him like him. Colorado's
0: co- current coach is Dion. Yeah. Oh man, have you been speaking of? Have you been seeing some of the press conferences with that guy? Basically, he's putting his son at starting quarterback. And the last press conference I had, he saw he had another son that was supposed to be playing free safety. And then he was like, Well, I'm not so sure he's going to be starting there because, you know, he's maybe mad or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, So you're basically putting all your players on blast, telling them, Hey, you're not getting the starting spot. My kids are getting it. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. He's
1: going to have a rude awakening, I think.
0: We'll see. Yeah. So he is in the Pac 12, you know. And it is Colorado,
2: so. <laughs> and we're talking college football because the NFL is not very good right now for Cowboy fans. It's boring. Or, pa- or Packer fans. They did win run last night. Okay. They're making they a run. We
0: we will get into that here in just a second because we're fixing to roll over into NFL. And like we said at the beginning of the show, this is a short show because know. there's not a whole lot <laughs> going on right now with college football. We've made the transition into bowl games that don't really matter to whatever. So we're going to run through just a couple things in the NFL. Uh, the Cowboys got outdone by Jacksonville.
2: After barely squeaking Ooh. by the Texans.
0: Oh, yeah. by the, Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Texans.
1: What a what a cowboy-esque way to lose the game, huh?
2: But I think, actually, I mean. like I said, they squeaked by the Texans, so it's kind of building up yeah. or building down.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, they looked bad against the Colts in the first half.
0: What was the score against the Texans?
1: Twenty-seven, twenty-three. We barely pulled it out in the end. In the end, last second miracle. And then uh, the Jacksonville debacle, which everybody is wanting to get on Dak. He had a decent game. That last interception was not his fault. Have you seen how many interceptions thrown? The receiver dropped the last one. Yeah, he did. But he is not uh, the guy that's going to get you into that championship. I
0: mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. Y'all know I don't watch Cowboy games unless they're losing, and then we happen to. Flipped through that one. I was like, hey, look, they're losing. <laughs> or it was close. No, they weren't because we caught it right about the time that Dallas drove down, scored that touchdown to, to take the lead. And I'll tell you, the boneheaded play of that game was the very last pass that they threw. Yeah, the long
2: that pass. was so
1: stupid.
0: Third, I'm more. like, you have the lead.
2: Third and eight, and you're going to throw a 50 yard
0: pass. With less than two minutes left.
2: Yeah. Run the ball.
0: Run the ball. If
2: you're going to
1: throw it, throw a little crossing route, like quick. Don't do it. If you're gonna throw the ball, don't don't throw a fifty yard pass. That's
2: PB football. That's yeah. That's yeah. Pop Warner.
0: Well, I tell you what though, P-B. Trevor Lawrence put that team on his back and brought them back to He's that. game. He's finally growing into it, didn't he? Yeah, good for him. He had a little yeah. slip up when he took off and and went to juke that guy. And yeah, that's a learning experience though.
2: tight. tight.
1: He threw high four tight. TDs, one interception. So he played way better than Dak. Three nineteen on our defense, which is supposed to be you know they kind of falling yeah. off right now. So see.
2: I saw a stat on Dak's interceptions for the last. Six, seven games. It would shock you how many he's he throwing. Two game, nine, nine. nine. Wow. Next nearest guy is like three. That's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, and because I thought
0: when he when Trevor Lawrence took off, I was like, oh, it's over. They got Jacksonville's going to seal this one. And then the look on that guy's face when he realized that he fumbled the ball coming off to the sideline, I felt bad. Like my oh, heart yeah. hurt for that oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, dang. But then, when he realized they were getting the ball back, just the, that how his look changed. Because the, camera, the yeah. camera panned over and looked at him, and you could just immediately see his face change. Yeah. And I was like, the, the Jacksonville's going to take it.
2: There was another game Sunday where a guy fumbled in the last play of the game in overtime, and they ended up losing. I forgot That was, was
1: the uh, Patriots and the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Patriots and Raiders. That was the Raiders. craziest ending <laughs> I've ever seen. Ramondre no, no, Stevenson. No, no, that was a different one than that. But oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson is running it, and he's. He's gotten like 20 yards gain already, and then he pitches it back to his teammate, and his teammate is like scrambling and, yeah. and juking and jiving, and then he turns around and just chunks it like 20 yards behind him trying to uh, throw it to his next teammate, but he gets picked off. <laughs> and then the guy, the de- I think it's a defensive lineman or linebacker, he catches it and he just trucks Mac Jones, like buries him in the ground and takes off him, and they win the game. If they would just took a knee, they would have gone to overtime. I mean, Bill Belichick yeah. was... Bill Belich, I did not. I I would not want to be a player in that locker room after that game. It's old, like Nick old sweatshirt,
0: yeah. So let me ask that's you the this: job of the hut. So with the loss to Jacksonville and the game coming up with Philly, if they lose to Philly, does that really mean anything? Because I mean, technically they're in the playoffs we already. A playoff spot,
1: but we're you know t- Cowboys are going to do what Cowboys do. They're either going to win one playoff game and, and they be lose, out. or they'll lose the first one yeah. until they get a new quarterback. That's not going to change. Dak Prescott, I, I love him as a person. He's not good enough to win in the playoffs.
0: I'll be honest with you. I would have stuck with Cooper Rush. I would have rode that hot hand because he was having, yeah, at that point until Dak came back, he was having a heck of a season. He didn't throw oh,
1: yeah. too many picks until that last game.
0: No, and no. Then, and that may have been what, what sealed the He also had some pressure on him
1: end. because he knew Dak came back yeah. and was sitting there ready to go. That He probably just felt some more pressure yeah. instead of feeling free. Uh, but we definitely need to draft someone or, or trade for someone.
0: Yep, for sure. And then uh, last night's game, Green I Bay versus—I oh, did, of course, I did. But yeah, all I want to know is the team that played last year, last night. Where have you been all season? That was the best complete game on both sides of the ball that Green yeah. Bay's had all season long.
1: Well, I mean, look at the run rushing attempts for both running backs. You got seventeen and eleven. Yeah, feeding the running back finally.
0: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers was on point with his receivers. There were a couple miscues,
1: besides that one to Christian Watson when when he was trying to <laughs> be a little sly and rub yeah, that he, shoulder, you know what I'm that saying? little that signal elbow.
0: that it yeah the up like, the yeah, elbow row. get that? I mean, they get it though because Aaron Rodgers will tell. I mean, he's been in interviews. Yeah, they go over that stuff in practice when they come in. Hey, you got to learn these cues so because funny. he doesn't do verbal cues like most yeah. quarterbacks do. Omaha, Omaha. Yeah. He, he was
1: rubbing his elbow.
0: I mean, and some of his stuff is subtle. Like yeah. there's one where he reaches up and it looks like he's scratching his neck that he I don't I think it was Jordy Nelson he used to do that with. It's and like him a baseball. and baseball. <laughs> him and Jordy Nelson, I mean, those two <laughs> Sign. Those two were mind readers with each other. Oh, yeah. He'd reach up and it was like that guy must have like some dry skin or something. Get him some some lotion. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jordy Nelson is 40 yards downfield in front of everybody. Yeah. But yeah, that I f- I felt bad for him because he he took a berating from <laughs> from Aaron Rodgers for not catching that cue because had he made that cut and turned around, it was touchdown. Yeah. That's what he said. If he wants to catch
1: touchdown passes, watch a sign. Yeah, he I won't was learn that though. He won't do that again. Nah. But he wasn't also he wasn't looking though too. Yeah, he wasn't looking. You know, it's not like he was looking and just missed it. Did
2: you see the end of the uh, game? Oh my gosh, I lost my mind track here. Where they where the uh, ref threw the penalty for offs or not lined up or whatever. Oh, yeah. Redskins. The Redskins and the yeah. Giants. I thought they had a bunch of terrible ref, calls. The ref gave him the signal, you're good, and then throws a flag on him. Oh, commanders. I'm sorry. It's chump. <laughs> we're going to be woke, you know. No, It'll no, always it. be the Redskins. It's
1: always Washington Redskins. Well,
0: our show just got canceled. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Hey. <laughs> there were a lot of bad calls, though. I mean, there and were guys getting. The PI, the PI in the yes, end zone. He got How manhandled. Do you not call that absolutely manhandles big 12 it is refs. Rigged, man. I well they had one they had one in the packer game last night too. Yeah, it's crazy. Where the uh the receiver did like a back cut mm. and it was like it was basically there was like a group of people it was, just, it was two rams receivers and two uh packer I saw that one too. two packer defenders. Mm-hmm. One of the receivers did a cutback and when he did he hit the De- packer defender and then the Packer defender fell forward into the Rams player, and they called illegal chop block. Exactly. And I'm like, "You were standing right there. How do you not? How do you see that as a yeah. chop block? He got pushed in the back, and that yeah. So it was it was ridiculous. But can't but rely yeah.
1: on the refs nowadays. I'm no, you can't. What?
0: Absolutely can't. But it was a good game. I was excited. I was like, you know what? If you keep playing like that, you're still not going to make the playoffs. But it gives me hope for next year. Yes. So who knows what's going to happen? That. Because I think we have to, we have to beat Miami, and then we have to beat Minnesota, and then one other team has to. I think Detroit has to lose at least one game for us to make the playoffs. And there's like
2: Bon Jovi football. Yeah, and it's living like living on a prayer.
1: Lions, <laughs> they've been on a hot streak lately. I like them a lot too. And so I They're saw really a stat like
0: this them. morning on uh, on Packers Twitter that there's like a 47 percent chance that they'll make the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, but there's a <laughs> there's a bigger chance you're not to make the playoffs so For sure don't get your hopes up yeah Either so like a Cowboy fan so looking forward to the rest of what is it three more games left or is it two more games left
1: Uh, that was I think there's two,
0: two or left. three two so it's week 16 and 17
1: yeah Dallas has Philly Green Bay has Miami and then we have Tennessee and then Green Bay has Minnesota
0: the Miami game I feel good about yeah Minnesota not so much
2: Come back, Kirk. You know, you Miami, I don't know. You got to watch
0: them, man. They're always Tua. good. Yeah, Tua's
2: been hot as of late. They, they, so, they, 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 and you're at Miami. You're not at Green Bay. Yeah, and the Packers hot. don't do good in the heat.
1: They started hot in the beginning, but they've kind of fallen off recently. The Miami Dolphins have. So,
0: well, well, here's my hope, and that is because because of injuries, uh, a lot of their a lot of the Packers draft picks have started playing on defense. There was a guy last night making his only his second start. That guy played like a beast. He's going to continue to play because of injury. That defense looked—I mean, there were times that the defensive backs looked terrible. Yeah. So I'm hoping with that defense they can pressure to it because they pressured the heck out of Sam Bradford last night.
1: Sam Bradford played,
0: or not Sam Bradford? I uh, was about to say <laughs> Baker Mayfield. What are we in 2014? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an article about Sam Bradford.
1: I'll be—I'll be Brett right now.
0: No, plus <laughs> my plus my cold medication is—I know I want it too. To. <laughs> got my brain all fuzzy. What day is it? I did forget one thing. We'll, t- oh, we'll talk about this. So I have got one more thing to add. So, if the playoffs started today, we're gonna play this game. <laughs> just a, quick, a quick, quick game, real fast. Yeah. So they have. Who cares?
1: We know Buffalo and Philadelphia. Yeah, they're or gonna. Kansas City are gonna be in it.
0: I think it's. I think it's gonna be just like that. I think it's gonna be Buffalo and Philly. Yeah. Because okay. Buffalo has gotten hot again.
1: Kansas I, City though has
2: Buffalo's number. Can I say this again? Sure. They shouldn't have expanded the playoffs.
0: No, I liked it the way it was.
2: I mean, play in. It's a playoffs because you won in. If you don't win, you don't get to go.
0: Exactly. I don't like teams with six and eight records getting into the playoffs.
2: Washington. And there's too many conferences. or too many divisions. Yeah. Like like it was before with the east and the west, and that's it. Bingo. And then you got the
1: conference. Too much in the NFL, too little in the college football. Yes.
0: It's the the participation trophy world, though. It is. Everybody gets a chance.
2: I I know.
0: But, I mean, you think about it, though. It's like one of these days, one of those six and eight teams wins a Super Bowl.
2: Here's the thing Does Washington <laughs> Commanders have a chance to win a Super Bowl? No. Okay. Does the Does the Dolphins have a chance to win a Super Bowl? Uh, no. no. Do the Bingos have a I chance to win a Super more Bowl? No, more
1: than Dolphins has more of a chance than Patriots. Yeah. And I also, know. the the yeah. Ravens are garbage because they're somehow leading their division. I know. But they are worse than the Dolphins. Just, yeah, they are way so worse. The
2: Dolphins Vikings aren't even you know? in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah they are. They're at the bottom. They're, they're playing the Giants.
2: Oh, they're, they're the I'm sorry. There yeah, it's hard a, to see
0: because they like I cut was on the logos wrong, up.
2: Alongside there, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, who is so I thinking?
1: You should take the top four teams out of the NFC and AFC. Who cares about divisions? Throw those out. Yeah. just take the top four teams. Uh, yeah, simple. It's that.
0: simple as that. Yeah. And then you're, you know, you're, well, I would take the top five because your number, your number one on each side is going to get that bi- bye week. True. So then that. two, three, four, and five could play each other.
2: Yeah. The Giants aren't going to make anywhere either. That's, no. It's a waste
1: of a game. But you got what is it? Seven teams. Yeah, seven seven teams on both
2: sides. Too many. Half
1: it Fourteen teams, that's (laughs) half it up. Three and a half. Well, they
0: have the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Didn't they didn't they play playoffs last year? No, we played the first game of the season That's what it was.
1: But the Buccaneers are terrible
0: right Yeah, I I don't think the Buccaneers are gonna be worse.
1: They couldn't beat Dallas and Dallas is not great. They have
0: gotten way worse. And then we gotta play football. I mean you got you Tom Brady got a divorce. Buccaneers got beat by a third string quarterback.
1: Well Tom Brady's forty five years old too. So I mean there's that. So
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything What would you want to get into?
2: Army Navy game. Oh, we can't talk about that without talking yeah. about the Army Navy game. That's the one where the kid fumbled on the goal line and my heart went out. To him. Yeah, that was I didn't see that, that one. Crazy. It was an overtime and the kid got it got the ball hit out right at the goal line for the Navy. And then not you know, it was a great game.
0: Is that the one where they won wore like the NASA uniforms? Yes. yes. And then the Army won like the or the armored division. Yes. Yes. I did see that oh, on that Twitter. Sweet. Those uh, those uniforms were nice. That was cool. Yeah.
2: Anytime the service guys get together, it's so awesome. There I there think no, that game should no be dudes.
0: played earlier in the year.
2: No, it's gotta be it's its own week. Nothing else is playing. Oh, it's got its own week. Yeah.
0: So yeah, oh, see, didn't I didn't know watch that. it. That's cool. I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't realize like, that.
1: After the the, whole the president done. is usually available for that game, but you know. No. no, no, no. The president <laughs> didn't
0: even know where he was at that day. It was so. after his bedtime. Yeah. Kickoff was He would have walked into a bush anyway. They put
2: a lid on it at one that day.
0: Uh, So, yeah.
2: But anyway, yeah, the Army-Navy game is, of all the football things we talk about, that's always just a cool thing. Just a cool thing.
0: Can I talk about one more thing before we move on to the, sure. to the biblical topics that I have kept my mouth shut this entire time and have not said anything about? The World Cup.
1: <laughs> Dad, Dad hates <laughs> soccer. I don't mind soccer.
0: I, and, I don't usually watch soccer. Cup. Yeah, I don't usually watch soccer until the World Cup rolls around. And this one was it was okay. They messy though. Yeah, I was. I'm glad You've, Argentina won. You know, it's only their third time winning. Yeah, ever third time winning. I didn't know that. Yeah, they've they won. You don't know a lot of things about. That. <laughs> All
2: I know is it takes a black and white ball and they're kicking.
1: The it wasn't and black it. and white. It was gold. So
0: they've won. <laughs> they won in 1978. The most recent time they won was 1986. Yeah, and then they that's won a this long year. Time. So it was fun to watch. They had some, uh, some very controversial technology this year. Um, the offsides? Yeah, the, the, the virtual reality offsides, where it was calling, st- like, they, they basically, it was like almost NFL esque, mm-hmm. where they would make a call up to a booth and be like, hey, was this offsides? And they would look at this VR machine and be like, yeah. A lot of the times that VR machine was wrong, and they still called it.
1: They also had a microchip in the ball. Which oh yeah. Cause the they NFL were monitoring stuff. Do, that was neat. NFL needs to do that. So, so there's
0: that. As we know, I was rooting against the U S team because of what they did to honor the LGBTQ plus with their flag and changing the, the USA badge to their flag color instead of red, white, and blue. And it was neat because I don't remember who he was from. It was a small country player that they had asked about what they thought the U S was doing. And this guy was like, it's not about politics. It's not about race, creed, religion. He said it's about pitting the best and the best of the world mm-hmm. to see who wins it. That's exact, that's all it's about. Yep. There you go. There's my World Talk World Cup talk. I'm done, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you can check back in yeah, now. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here. All I gotta say
2: is this. I think the Babylon Bee run a thing uh, this last week that said, Okay, America can breathe now. We can all go back to knowing that we hate soccer.
0: <laughs> you know, I saw I saw uh, somebody posted something on Twitter and uh they were, it was, it was some, it was that drag, some drag show, TV show. Mm. And they go, this is our world. This is the U.S.'s World Cup. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's crazy.
0: So Stupid. Anyway, that's, that's the end of the World Cup talk. So we're going to move into the, the reason that we all, as Christians, celebrate Christmas. Jesus. No. You lead us off? Jesus.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Yeah, my favorite story uh, of all time about Christmas time is, my dad was uh, preaching to our Awana kids. We had about 150 kids there, and and uh, he was getting ready to talk about Jesus and Christmas, and said this: uh, "These are kids from fifth grade down to kindergarten." He said if it wasn't for this one guy, Santa Claus would not have a job. Very <laughs> true. Yeah. The kids said, "Yeah, Rudolph." <laughs> he was serious. He wasn't mean. Funny. He was serious. Uh, but that's, that's you know, that's the kind of world we live in now is yeah. all the commercialism and all the stuff kind of takes away from what Christmas is really about. It's about the good yep. news and Very the good true. news of Jesus. 300 Old Testament prophecies fulfilled in the birth, life, and death of Jesus. How awesome is that? Wow. If anybody needed any proof, uh, Jesus could not crucify himself to the cross. I mean, yep. he could have his God, but he didn't. Yeah. The Roman soldiers did at the behest of the Jewish government. He couldn't be born the way he was. All those things that he did happened because he was God. Just a couple of things before we move through here today, and that's this. First of all, God used ordinary people. Mary, a young lady who was just a faithful believer, God used her and Joseph, her fiancé, to uh, parent Jesus. How, how, think about the responsibility for a second about being the one to raise the Son of God i mean how how it's a scary task i mean yeah, we got got our own kids mine's sitting right over here and it's like uh, raising uh, it scares me to death to think about that but they took that on they were normal followers of of god and, and decided to do that and but it's about the message the message of hope brought by the angel we can all remember luke 2 where it talks about the angels that said fear not for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. She was talking to to the shepherds. The first message of the gospel after the birth of Jesus came to shepherds. It didn't come to a king. It didn't come to those that were intellectually sound. It came to shepherds, normal, everyday people. How awesome is that? Blue-collar workers.
1: What I like about that verse,
2: it says, which shall be to all people. That's it. Anybody can be saved. Everybody needs to be saved. Anybody can be saved, right? That's right. Trust in Jesus. How awesome is that? And the message is this. Jesus was born, the Messiah, the promised one, the savior. But why was Jesus born? To reconcile us. He was born to die, wasn't he? Yep. To, to die so we could could uh, live again. He brings hope. That's pretty awesome. And so again, we saw it through the shepherds. We saw it through the apostles, through the apostle Paul, through Gentile believers. And for those who follow him, he brings us hope. In this world today, so many people are without hope. I saw it a news article just before I came up here about a young boy that stabbed his mom, grandmother and beat her with an iron skillet. I saw that. What in the his mom, His mom, not grandma, that's mom. Yeah. I thought, what kind of world are we living in? A world with no hope. And drug addiction is at an all time high. Alcohol abuse is there. Just all kinds of crazy things happening, not just in America, but around the world. And people need hope, and it's because of Jesus. And the choice is ours, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, whether you believe it or not, the choice is yours, but that choice changes your eternity. A choice changes where you're going to spend eternity. And so again, the Jesus came to give us hope and uh, to bring us joy. And we think about all these Christmas words I've been preaching about on Sunday morning, hope, joy, peace, love. And in Sunday on Christmas day with Jesus, how awesome is that to know that he is the only hope that we have. And we enjoy talking about football and talking about uh, other things going on in our world. And we can get down on what's happening in America, and we should. We should be sad about where things are happening. But we know that, that uh, because of what Jesus has done, we ha- have hope. And this not in the world. It's not in who governs us. It's only because of what Jesus has done. So Absolutely. We have purpose, too. I did read one more thing, in York, and that's this. Christmas is on a Sunday. Be at church because uh, it's only happened now. From today, it happened 11 years. Wow. 11 years. Wow. How old is Hudson going to be in 11 years? Uh, 21. <laughs> How crazy Whoa. is that? He's not going to get to be in church on Christmas until he's 21. Yeah, that's nuts. But he'll be in there this week. How awesome is that? So, again, encourage you to be in church. And I'll be 35. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> it will be thirty five, and that's if this podcast gets out before. Right? <laughs> you know, what? I think the Lord put the heat on DJ. Then. Get this out for <laughs> Christmas. Oh, it'll be out. It'll be out probably Friday. Yeah,
0: but I, I want to share a story that happened that, you know, Craig, because you're a father, and it it's those moments that you 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 wonder if your child is getting what Christmas is actually about. Yeah, and I'm going to try to do this without breaking into tears because it involves my dad, uh, who passed away five years ago. We were decorating the Christmas tree. And the day that dad or the the year that dad passed away, uh, that first Christmas, Stephanie found this, uh, I guess it's, it's not really, it's like fake silver, but it's a 14 point buck head because mm. dad was an avid hunter. He was an avid outdoorsman. And so every year it takes center prominence on the tree, not like at the top, but like in the middle. And so we were decorating the tree and, you know, Hudson, he's getting old enough to get involved in decorating the tree. And so he likes to you know congregate ornaments all in one side and my <laughs> wife's like no we need to spread them out and so we were decorating the tree and i told him i was like well you know my dad's all the grandkids called dad daw it's irish for grandpa and so i was like where do you want to put daw's ornament and he goes oh, i want to put it up top and i was like okay let's put it up top and then i have this uh this metal ornament that i don't know where i got it from but it's a lighthouse and on the top of the lighthouse it has a cross and there's a, a i can't tell you the verse because I only look at that ornament once a year, which is terrible, but there's a verse on it, but it talks about Jesus. And then if you look at it, the way that it's cut, you can see Jesus inside the light at the lighthouse. Mm. I pulled this ornament out and I looked at Hudson. I was like, where do you want to hang this one? And he goes, well, can we hang it beside Daw's ornament? And I'm like, okay, why do you, why do you want to put it there? He goes, well, Daw's in heaven, Jesus in heaven, and Jesus is the reason for Christmas. I mean, that just, that go. hit me right in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> I had to walk down the hallway because I didn't want my son to see me cry. Uh (laughs) But it was just, it was like one of those moments as a dad, you're like, holy cow, he's getting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've come to you, we've had conversations like, well, I I don't think he's getting it, you know, but it's just in those small little moments. And you know, you always hear out of the mouth of babes, it brings back. And he looks at me and and he goes on to expound on this thought that, you know, Christmas, and he looks at me, he says, daddy, Christmas is not about family. It's not about toys. It's not about presents. It's about Jesus. And I'm like, you got to stop. So that was in church. Yeah, he is. And and I I told, I told my wife later on that night, I was like, as much as he, you know, you don't, we don't think he's paying
2: attention. He's paying attention in church. Well, the one thing too, that's, it's important to get your kids at church on Sunday and Wednesday and every time it's open because they do hear. Yeah. And the more that we can pour it over them, the more God can work in them. That's what's awesome. And it makes a difference in their life tremendously. And it's already showing up. Yeah. How cool is that? And it's just, it's just awesome to see. And, and uh, again, our kids are listening. Every time I ask a question on Sunday, I'll get an answer back from one of them. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) 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 Maybe Riley or Adriana or Abigail. Or that one time. Yeah.
0: Hudson answers. And then Stephanie like slinks down in the (laughs) pew. I
2: think it's great. I think it's great. They're listening. That's what's awesome. And so, don't discount on being there and they they can draw on a page and listen and and uh just you know they'll they'll get it and ask them questions on the way home about what what you think about this yep. what would the Craig say here and th- that way if they didn't hear they'll be able to uh then next time they will hear
0: yep absolutely
2: it's pretty awesome but yeah this christmas this time of year is so awesome to share Jesus and share the love and and uh, there's more love right now in our world as far as this time of year than any other time of year And uh, we have an opportunity to share that love with other people. We absolutely do. So I'm excited.
0: And I guess that's pretty much it for this week. Do we got anything else?
2: Put a bow on it, man.
0: Put a bow on it. I like it.
1: Phil and Jim, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals!
0: (laughs) It's been a quiet show without Brett here,
2: though. I know. Yeah, kind (laughs) of calm, very reserved.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna we're gonna call it a wrap. We will see you guys after the New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry
2: Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: church Guide podcast we want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to our show we want to wish every one of you a merry christmas and a happy new year when we come back it will be the first of the year our first show is going to be college football coming to a close we'll look and see who was crowned the champion we're also going to look at players coming into the draft and the transfer portal ncaa basketball will be in full swing and we'll be inching ever closer to the big dance and a lot more take this time with your family enjoy it but most importantly we want you to remember the reason for the season like and subscribe we wish to see you all next year merry christmas to everyone and remember to shine your light